0: through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Father, we lift
1: our hands and our hearts tonight to bless you for the privilege to gather again under this open heaven. Like Sarah, we judge you faithful. You've done all things well in our lives. You've left absolutely nothing undone. Thank you, Lord. For the honor to sit at your feet to learn of you, Jesus, you are the teacher of teachers. I beseech you again tonight to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven, please, upon my lips. And I will come to your people who the thus said the Lord. Move every man, boy, girl in this room, and the seven across the nation's long far to this altar of fire. From where we are to levels untold, we've asked always. To return the praise and glory the honor back unto you. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. If your hands are working, clap them for Jesus. If they're working, are they working? Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Very quickly turn together with me to Philippians 2. Philippians 2, verse number 9. Put a bookmark in Mark 10, 43 to 45. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, verse 9. And Mark 10, 43 to 45. Let's read together in concert as a happy family. One, two, three, go. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every other name. Let's add some faith to that now. It's all right. One, two, three, go. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every other name. Mark 10. For the 3 to 45 Amplified Classic. But this is not to be so among you. Instead, whoever desires to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be most important and first in rank among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to have service rendered to Him, but to serve and give His life as a ransom for instead of many. For an assignment this night, I am serving my way to greatness, part number three. I am serving my way to greatness, part number three. Father, thank you for blessing the region of your word. Now bless the teaching and the preaching thereof. In Jesus name. Amen. You may be standing in God's wonderful presence. Hallelujah. We began a most exciting series about a week ago. In our word and worship service. We've been on a three part series. We're still on a journey for quite a while. It was very deliberate to take some time to lay adequate solid foundation to identify exactly what greatness, what kind of greatness it is we're talking about. So that at least we're all on the same page of definition of terms and we are supposedly climbing the same ladder to the greatness that God has ordained. It's quite interesting that when we speak of greatness there is a kind that is identified in the world system kind that comes to intimidate, to harass, to frustrate, quite tyrannical, quite subduing, to make others feel less of themselves than they are in the eyes of God. But on the contrary, the greatness that God has ordained for you and I to pursue is the greatness that you use it to serve others. As a matter of fact, the way to attain to that greatness Is through engaging service that means you will not attain that dimension of greatness as ordained by God except you're willing to stoop to serve as we're in our text that Jesus stooped and he served he came not to be served but he came to serve others we saw in Matthew 20 the dialogue between Mrs. Zebedee and Jesus that greatness is not a bad thing to desire when you desire the right kind of greatness. Uh, what is bad is to desire greatness the way the world system desires greatness. And we saw that the mission of Jesus wasn't to come to, as it were, to lord it over us. But primarily to serve. In fact, he so served, he gave himself as a ransom to many. We saw Jesus begin to describe the kind of value system that the kingdom of God is made out of. Luke 12 15. It said a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his acquisition. The Bible talks about you being rich towards God. That means it's possible to be rich in the eyes of men, but not be rich towards God. God wants you and I to be rich towards him. And I believe being rich towards God is nothing more than having intimacy with him. The man called Enoch, walked with God. And the Bible says that he was no more. God enjoyed his company. So the lines up. they carried on the conversation beyond uh, the earthly plane into eternity. God is looking for friends of the earth. <laughs> so who shall we send? As I said, send me. God is looking for people he can relate to, a dimension he can confide with. He must, three. verse 3 says... How can two walk together except they be agreed or they be in agreement? Abraham was called the friend of God. David was referred to as a friend of God. Acts 13, 21 two, I believe it, he says, David, a man after my heart. He was a man whose heart was so beating for the habit of God. God is looking for friends he can confide with here on the earth. We saw that greatness has degrees you can be great you can be greater you can be greatest all the scriptures we've taught this just recap you can be great you can be greater you can be greatest <laughs> what is the difference well really the same way you become great is the same way you become greater become greatest how by stupid to among others. the Bible declares in psalm 71 21 Thou shalt increase my greatness And comfort me on every side So it is possible for your greatness to increase And for God, Jehovah God To comfort you on every side Shall with me, it is possible It's possible It was said concerning Jesus Christ in Luke 2 uh, That he grew You know, the first Adam was born a full grown adult and I think God said, wait a minute, the next Adam and the last Adam won't be born a full adult. He'll be born as a child. He will grow. He grew in wisdom. grew in stature. He grew in favor before God and before them. So there's a place to grow so we can grow in greatness. And we learned that being born again is what makes you great in the first place. Jesus said concerning John Matthew eleven eleven, that amongst all the prophets that were, were born, there was none as great as John the Baptist. He, epl- he e- eclipsed and climbed as the Old Testament as a forerunner prophet of Jesus. Said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye way, Make straight the rough pathways, level the mountains, fill the valleys. His assignment was to serve as a prophetic voice to present and introduce Jesus. He said he's the greater Of all the prophets of the Old Testament But he said That for anyone who is in the kingdom of God Even the least in the kingdom Is greater than John So it means being born again Gets you into greatness Hallelujah Hallelujah to Jesus Somebody said I'm carrying the seed of greatness Or say it like you believe it I'm carrying The seed of greatness And I'm going somewhere To explode Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. we begin to see that greatness largely is not about getting there. It's about being able to have what it takes to remain there. The test of failure is easy to pass or is easier to pass than the test of success. If you fail the pass, the test of failure, you're likely going to flunk the test of success. Praise God. That's for another day. We saw regarding the one Abraham in Genesis, uh, Genesis 12, that God said, I will make your name great, and I will bless you, and then you in turn will be a blessing, and I will make of thee a great nation, I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. So it's one thing to be great, it's one thing for your name to be great. Hello somebody? When your name is great, your name, in co- your name is called in places. Without your presence, it opens doors. Huh? It's a good name. A good name is better than riches. Better than silver and gold. So, we must strive to not just become great only, but strive to inherit a good name. Praise God. When the name of your company is called, it evokes goodness. When the name of your church is called It invokes goodness When the name of your pastor is called In quarters, it invokes goodness When your name is called It invokes goodness A great name Hallelujah That's why somebody can give you a little two line At the back of a complimentary card Go to NMPC and it opens you up to millions What a good name Praise God Hallelujah Praise the Lord somebody We saw in our text, Philippians two nine. Therefore, because he stooped so low, ayaya, God has highly exalted him, and has freely bestowed to him the name, the name, the good name, the good name that is above every other name. At the mention of the good name of Jesus, ayah. Every knee bows, every tongue confesses and declares that Jesus is the Lord. That's the name we inherited the name of Jesus. He said, Hitherto, you've not asked anything in my name, ask and I will do it. That's not prayer, it's demand. So that name is given to be demanded upon. Just like Peter. And John at the gate called beautiful in Acts 3, said to the man who had been crippled for, for perhaps all his life, hey, says, silver and gold I don't have, but such as I have, give I unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. You know, Peter was saying, the way you spend money, I have the name to be spent my God, I don't have silver and gold in my pocket, but it's something I have, and I know how to spend it, when I spend it, you have to get up from your state of being crippled rise up and walk, hey we have that name for spending apply your faith in that name sign at the back of the check, in the name of Jesus, demons have got to bow, angels have got to worship, why? you don't come in your name, you come in the authority of that name of Jesus Christ Wherefore a name was given him. At the mention of the name. Every knee bows. Listen. Every disease has a name. Cancer is a name. COVID-19 is a name. Tuberculosis. High blood pressure. Whatever it is. It has a name. And whatever is looking around your corner that is negative. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We decree and declare. So bows. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. If you believe, give me free fire baptized Amen. Come on church. Come on church. Amen means so be it. It is settled. It is settled. So be it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Jesus was called the greats and were born after his kind. Luke 1 31 to 33. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. This same name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Call his name Jesus. He shall be great. Hello, somebody. You are born after his kind. He shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, and of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Hello, somebody. That's the kingdom we've been called into. We're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Hebrews 12 28 Hello somebody We've been translated from a shaky weak kingdom Called the kingdom of darkness We have been translated into another kingdom A kingdom that cannot be shaken easily Is rooted and grounded on the rock that is called Christ That's the kingdom you belong to Shout hallelujah The economies may shift Nations may shift things may turn around, but as long as you're in this kingdom, you enjoy the stability of victory. We belong to this kingdom that cannot be shaken easily. Hallelujah. That's the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Saints, true greatness comes from God. It is true. Comes from God. I want us to look at I believe it is Matthew 18. I want to just address something there quickly. And we will go into the meat of today. Matthew 18. 1 to 4. It says, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus. Oh boy. Saying, Who is the greatest? Great, greater greatest. So who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child. That's what I'm going on little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said verily I say unto you except you be converted and become as little children you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven whosoever that means this is applicable for anybody anybody tall, short, black, white whosoever Whosoever meets this condition. What is it? Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child. The same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. So what is it about a little child that makes him great or greatest? Number one we see something here. That Jesus... Connected greatness with conversion of heart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, except you be converted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That means there is an attitude and a mindset that gets you set and ready for greatness. Wow. What is the mindset of a child? Humble. They forget easily. They forgive easily. Innocence of heart. Whilst a so-called adult is carrying a grudge from some friend after five, ten years. A, a child who's playing with a friend 2-3 years old. It's forgotten what happened. Oh, you pinched me. I had a scratch. It's forgotten. And Jesus, in one of his teachings said, Except you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of God. Remember I said to you, once you enter the kingdom... You've been labelled as great... Oh yeah... Oh yeah... And it's saying... You can't even enter the kingdom... Except you become like a child... Wow... Humility... Humility... One of the qualities of a child... So these are the values... To come into the kingdom... And to be judged and seen by God... As great... Great... Now... I want us to look at 2 Corinthians five fourteen. I made a few statements in the first part of this teaching, I believe it is, or before that. I want to just just bring some clarity. 5.14 to 15. KJV and then the Amplified Classic. For the love of Christ constraineth us. Constraineth us. Not containeth us. constrain. You are constrained by the love of God. Because we thus judge. That if one died for all. Then we are all dead. And that he died for all. That they which live. Should not henceforth live unto themselves. But unto him. Which died for them. And rose again. This is dealing with the law or the principle of substitution. Jesus, when he died, (laughs) died with you in him. All right. Ephesians 2 will tell you we died together with him. We rose together with him. We are made to sit together with him on the right hand of majesty. Where are you now? Where are you now? On the right hand of Majesty, you've got to believe that far above all principalities, far ab- that must be our mentality. We are far above. Hallelujah! It's called a far above mentality. While some suffer under what is called an inferiority complex, we should be blessed with a superiority complex. Hello, somebody, where are you? Above? How far above? Above what? Principalities. Above what? Powers. Above disease. Above infirmity. Above weakness. Above family. Failure. Far above is where we are. On the right hand of the Father God. Why? When he rose, guess what? We rose with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said concerning Jesus, in him is contained the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And the Bible says you are complete in him. And in him is contained the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Hallelujah. What a place to be. What a place to be. Acts 17, 28. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have a, Is your faith rising. Where are you? In him. Hallelujah. In him is in health. In him is in wealth. In him is in victory. Who kills who is in God? Nobody. Colossians 3, 2. Hey, if you'd be risen with him, set your affection on things that be above. Why? Aha. Christ says, says um, help me Lord. Verse 3, verse 3, verse 3. Yes, for you are dead and your life is hid. That's what I'm looking for. To hide you. Do you want to be so hide? Oh, come on. Come on, church. Where are you? You're hid where? With Christ where? In God. I want to give you some superiority mentality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. I see somebody's faith Rise. Your water level is rising. Hallelujah to Jesus. The Amplified Classic says thus. For the love of Christ controls and urges and impels us. Because we are of the opinion and conviction alone. <laughs> that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all so that all those who live, it's important too, might no longer, might live no longer to and fall themselves. But, to and for him who died and was raised again for their sake. Let's read that last line together. So that, let's go now, so that all those who live might live no longer to and for themselves, but toe and for him who died and was raised again for their sake. Wow. That means you don't have your life anymore. It's my life. I can do what I want to do. Really? I can go where I want. Really? I can marry who I want to marry. Really? Really? That's probably why your marriage is in crisis. You didn't ask him. You didn't consult of the way and the wheel. So we no longer live for ourselves, but for him. Huh. It means the moment you said yes to Jesus in response to the altar call, you sign up that I won't be in control of my life anymore. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. you see the thing with human nature is this we we, we, we love comfort we are creatures of comfort and we are creatures who want to be in control but the truth is if you are going to walk in the supernatural you are going to walk in the miraculous God must move you out of your place of comfort I mean, out of control and in his own control you can't walk on water sitting in the boat You must step out of the boat to walk on water. Abraham, you can't be the father of nations living with terror all your life. You must leave your father's house to go where he will show you. How will I know where I'm going? You you just trust him. Just trust him. Trust him who knows your end more than you remember your beginning trust him who is the alpha and the omega, trust him who is the first and the last, trust him who ordained that you will end well in the journey of life, trust him whose thoughts towards you have thoughts of good to give you hope on the future, trust him trust him that tells you above the mountain jump I will catch you, he's well able to catch you, trust him somebody said I will trust him I will trust him Say, so, like you I will trust him I know there are things going on in your life I know it Some decisions to make Some choices to make Shout like a believer I will trust you Amen. Trust the Lord with all of your heart Not some of it Not most of it All of your heart And lean not to your own understanding Acknowledge him in all of the ways he would do it. Trust him with how to raise your son your Trust the Lord They won't go wild on you Trust him You've covenanted your children to God They will be on the right trajectory Trust him They may seem to turn to the left No, no I've bound my children to the perfect will and counsel of God They can try to turn here and there But ultimately they will be on course, on target Why? I trust the Lord with their lives and their destiny Trust him Trust him with that decision of what school to go to Yes, trust him There's a place for you There is a blessing with your name on it. Ask him where, what, when. Life is sweet when you're in the center of God's will for your life. You've heard me say over and over again, when you are in his will, he will pay the bill. God pays for what he orders. I can tell you, he ordered my marriage 25 years. It's sweet. Getting sweet by the day. I can tell you, logic was ordered by Adonai. He's restful for five years. What you're doing, did God order it? Are you a sent or you're a one to rent one? When you're sent, guess what? He's gone ahead on you. God never sends you to where he has not been. Katopalaka. Before we showed up here, here was waiting a cold tide. My God, my God, my God. Ay, ay, ay. He pays for what he orders. If you're on his wheel, he will pay the bill. We're going somewhere tonight, somewhere really deep. Mm. The point I make to you, beloved, uh, ah, let me take my time. When you were delivered from the kingdom of darkness. You were delivered from the land of bondage. As free as you became. Please listen. At the same time. You became bound. What do I mean? Because you asked. I will tell you. The children of Israel were the land of bondage for. Several years. In Egypt. Several years. Uh, And God released wonders on end. Over Pharaoh. Ten plagues. And the tenth plague eventually. They were released from the land of bondage. They were set free. Hmm. Hear what the Bible says in Exodus 19 verse 5. Exodus 19 verse 5. And remember, what it means to be a slave in this day, we speak about, was literally to become a property owned by another. Literally. A slave was like a furniture. like just You are owned. You are just owned by your master. So they were delivered from slavery of Egypt. But you see, as quickly as they were delivered from being owned by Pharaoh, listen, listen, they came into the ownership of God. Is that okay? So, they were delivered from being owned by one master. But they became owned by another master. Are you here? Alright. This, this, will, this will give you a solid foundation to understand kingdom service. You will never think yourself to be doing God a favor again When you understand what I'm going to download in the next 15 minutes Praise the Lord Now therefore If you will obey my voice indeed And keep my covenant Then you shall be a peculiar treasure Sell me treasure Wow Unto me Above all people, for all the earth is mine. If all the earth is his, it means before you became a peculiar treasure to him, you belong to him. Right? So this means something extra. Yeah? Let's look at the Amplified Classic. Now, therefore, If you will obey my voice in truth and keep my covenant then you shall be my own what? Peculiar what? Possession. Ha! Possession. Not just treasure but and treasure from among and above all peoples. For all the earth is mine. Wow. Hmm. The question is what does it mean for you to be a possession of God? So I want to investigate. He you said, You're my possession. Wow. You see, Konanti uh, there is no. There's no vacuum. In the realm of the spirit. You're either bound. Or you're free. Alright. You're either what? Bound or you're free. And the only way to become free. Is to become bound. <laughs> Are you here? Alright. So. I, am. I can be bound here. And be free there. For me to be free from here i need to be bound here i can't be in between are you here all right we're going somewhere leviticus 25 55 amplify classic and nlt for to me the israelites are servants wow my servants whom i brought forth Out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Look at the NLT. Mm -hmm. For the people of Israel. Belong to me. They are my possession. We belong to him. He owns us. They are my servants. Whom I brought out. Of the land of Egypt. And the Lord your God. so as quickly as they were delivered from slavery of one master and they were set free they were bought and they were owned by another master just that this master is uh, is the the best of 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 masters so that those who are owned by him in their servitude to him, their Lord. You didn't get that. You didn't get that. Alright, let me rewind. Delivered from slavery of Egypt, translated into slavery. That word makes you feel uncomfortable. I know, I know, I know. But the point is the point. Alright, you're comfortable servant, but the truth is. When you read the King James Version of the Bible, the Greek word do loss, oftentimes translated in the KJV as servant. Really, really, most of the time, the proper translation should be slave. And some versions were brave enough to translate it for what it is slave. Because human nature. Desists slavery It's uncomfortable It it unsettles you To think that God Has something to do with slavery No, he came to set me free It is true And the way he set you free Was to bring you under another kind of slavery That speaks of liberty Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Are you here? Father, give us understanding In Jesus name I know it's a hard sale Alright, but I'll keep on pushing. <laughs> you see, the understanding of this renewed slavery and ownership to the Lord from Egyptian bondage to serve God or give us a better understanding to serve God in a loyal and an undivided way because we'll be bought. war. Whoa, whoa! We'll be bought. I said the first some Sundays ago. I said the freest man in the world is one who has been bound to Jesus. Bound. We're going to look at some scriptures, do some Bible study. It's a Wednesday class, so you can see at least what I'm sharing with you is all there in the Bible. Apostle Paul oftentimes referred himself as a slave of Christ, a slave of God. Says slave. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look at this. Romans 1 1. Please turn your Bible. Let's do a Bible study. Romans 1 1 NLT. This letter is from Paul, a boss of Christ. I bet talk to me now. Danesra. Is it what? A what? A servant? Master, a slave of Christ Jesus. Ah yeah, ah yeah, ah yeah. It's part this doulos, chosen by God to be an apostle, sent out to preach His good news. Let me say something to you. I've said it before. I want to. It bears repetition. The highest title in heaven, and they're they're, they're, they're interchangeable. Is a title of a worshipper, and who a worshipper is is a slave. Hello, somebody. Okay. Several scriptures in Revelation talks about doulos, which is slave. And by the time we get to the last chapter, Revelation 22, everybody who is there, they're called slaves. Revelation 22 verse 3 says, and this is KTV, KTV was not very fair interpreting the word laws. It says, and th- there shall be no more, this is the last chapter of the book of, of the Bible. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. Please give me NLT and then Amplified classic, NLT quickly. They shall no longer exist there anything that is a curse, foul, offensive, impure, hateful, or horrible. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servant shall worship him. Uh, pay, pay divine honor. Yeah. Now, that word servant, track it, look it closely. Yeah, is the same word as slaves. Ah. So, our final destination in our spiritual growth is to become true worshippers John 4:24, 23 says uh, uh, the Lord seeks uh, uh, those who worship him in spirit and in truth all right worshippers now those who worshippers are those who by listen carefully not by tyranny no by growth by love for Jesus by love for the father they have voluntarily enslaved themselves to the master. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? That is the high ranking believer. Worshipper, servant and slave. Let's go further. Ay, yeah, yeah. Look at Galatians 1.10. Galatians 1.10. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I will not be Christ-servant. Alright. Christ-servant, Christ-slave. Look at Philippians 1.1. NLT. This letter is from Paul and Timothy. Who are they? Oh, come on church. Is that New Testament or Old Testament? And and New Testament. Slaves of Christ Jesus. I'm writing to all of God's holy people. In Philippi. Who belong to Christ Jesus. Including the church leaders and deacons. Let's look at Titus. 1 verse 1. It's all in your Bible. NLT. Let's read together as a family. So I don't misquote it. One, two, three, go. This letter is from Paul, who, a slave of God, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, I have been sent to proclaim faith to those God has chosen, and to teach them to know the truth that shows them how to live Godly lives. Hmm. Look at Second Peter 1.1. NLT. It's a journey. It's all there in the Bible. Let's go together. This letter is from Simon Peter, who, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ, I am writing to you, who share the same precious faith we have. This faith was given to you because of the justice and fairness of Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. Look at James 1, verse 1. It's all there. Let's go. This letter is from James A who? A slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm writing to the twelve tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad greetings. Let's go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. Let's go. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ. His unveiling of the divine mysteries. God gave it to him to disclose and make known to his bond servant slavery certain things which must shortly and speedily come to pass in their entirety and he sent and communicated it through his angel messenger to his bond servant John let's look at Revelation 22 where I quoted in KJV this time give me HCSB let's go together 3 and 4 And there will no longer be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city. And his slaves will serve him. They will see his face. And his name will be on their foreheads. Hallelujah. Are we still breathing? Wow. We may not be here yet. But it's where God wants us to get to. If you read the teachings of Jesus, pay attention. Many times he used the imagery and the picture of slaves and slavery to teach spiritual truth. In fact, truth be told is, you can compare what the Bible calls a disciple. Compare, I said to what the Bible refers to as a slave.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I want to quote a statement by an author, MacArthur, in his book called Slave. That where you are looking for the book called Slave. To make your head spin. Slave. He quotes, in page 43, Discipleship Like slavery. Please listen carefully. Discipleship. Like slavery. Entails a life. Of total. Self-denial. A humble disposition towards others. A whole hearted devotion. (laughs) To the master alone. A willingness to obey. His commands. In everything. An eagerness, an eagerness—not you're, you're being begged to serve—an eagerness to serve Him, even in His absence, <laughs> and the motivation that comes from knowing He is well pleased. About. Hallelujah! And He goes on to draw a parallel between discipleship and slavery. Summarize five things. Just to get you thinking. Number one, in a like manner as a slave is exclusively owned by the master. Listen carefully. Likewise, because we are owned by Jesus twice, he created you and he bought you. Right? We're bought with a price. Full price. First Corinthians 20. Likewise, we are owned exclusively by a master. Declare with me, I am owned by Jesus. Jesus. Number two, comparison. A slave is typically fully submissive to the master. Fully submissive. Slaves don't really have a right of their own. Uh, They're yearning and their desire to please the master. In a like manner also. As those who are disciples. Our desire. Just like it was Jesus of the earth. Should be to obey our father God. Jesus at Gethsemane prayed. He resolved in prayer. He says, nevertheless. Not my will, but your will be done. Three times he prayed. But he resolved to do the will of his father. Likewise, yeah, yeah, yeah. as those who are growing in discipleship, part of our growth index or indices, if you call it that, is to desire to obey him, to please him with our obedience. First John 2, 3 says, And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments, he that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. And the truth on it. Number three, comparison between a slave and a disciple. A slave's singular aspiration, singular devotion, is to bring pleasure to the master. Huh. Yeah, he lives at the pleasure of the master. I was with a, a high seven police officer some days ago in a conversation, and he said to me, he was also in, in a similar conversation with his, his boss. And his boss was trying to explain to him something about, you know, um, almost seeming as though he was trying to apologize. To him. So the younger officer, who's a senior officer, said to him, Sir, I serve at your pleasure. I haven't forgotten that. Statement. He said, I serve at your pleasure. Wow. I serve at your pleasure. Really, likewise, as believers, that should be a statement we say to our commander, Jesus, we serve at your pleasure. Hallelujah. he said with me Lord Jesus I receive grace from this hour from this moment to serve at your pleasure hallelujah praise God number four comparison a slave has no form of ownership to property but a slave of a good master is never worried about what to eat what to wear where to sleep no That is the least of the concern of the slave. Likewise, as disciples, oh boy, we must understand the principle is this, that we are not owners of anything, but we are stewards of everything. Yeah. As you need it, your master will make it available. Why? It belongs to your master. The earth is the Lord's and the food is thereof. The cattle upon the thousand hills, they belong to your papa. Hello somebody. That's your master. That's your Lord. Praise God. Finally, that means total dependence. We depend totally on him like a slave will depend on the master. Finally, a slave understands that ultimately he or she will give some kind of act. Accountability Of stewardship Likewise As Seven sons Seven sons We need to understand That we also have to render Accountability of the things He's given us in trust The man with the five talents Two talents well, Ultimately we'll render the stewardship Likewise also as disciples God has Graced us with giftings. Uniquely different. Your gift, your talent, your money, your skill, your competence. All of that is to be used to bring to the table of service. And we need to be as, 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 as profitable with what God gave us as is possible. Rise on your feet. Will you lift your hand tonight as we prepare to worship our God in just a few minutes. But I want you to tell the Lord, here I am. I may not be there just yet, but I want to grow in discipleship. Wow. I want to grow to the point where I can say genuinely, not my will, but your will at every instance, every occasion, even when my feelings don't agree, but I know that you're leading. Can you pray? It's a prayer of concept. We're about to worship him. Remember, worship is service. Service is worship go ahead and talk to the lord receive grace receive grace receive grace to be called a bond servant indeed i won't hold back anything oh boy go ahead oh yes i won't hold back lord and grace me to really see that all i have or think i have belongs to you hallelujah Hallelujah. There may be somebody in this hall who is not born again. The first thing to give the Lord is not your house, not your car, not your money, but your life. So they first give of themselves before they give of their substance. Can we lift our voice and pray together for those who are online and those who are here. Let's pray together. Pray with me. Heavenly Father. Church, pray together. Heavenly Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here I am presenting myself before you I open the door of my heart as I invite you Jesus be my Lord and my Savior I turn this life that you gave me completely into your hands guide me guard me I decree and declare Jesus is both my Savior and my Lord as I lift my hands let my worship now be accepted
0: in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Equeme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.